I'm a dog. <laughs> oh, what? A dog. Oh, you be going for I it. Sniff, I sniff them out. <laughs> I don't have no kind of shame. I gave them up. Let's sit on the couch. Let's talk it out. Come on, join the show. I'll tell you what I know. Oh, talk about it. It's the best podcast. Let's have a blast. Welcome to season three. I'm Archie J. And now today's about to be a really good one because you know we're sitting on the healing couch, so it's about to be good. And I'm not sitting on the healing couch with just anybody. I'm sitting on the healing couch with a legend. Okay, we're about to get into it. Now, if you would have asked 13-year-old Archie, would he be chopping it up with today's guest? He probably would have said, yeah. And so, so, so this woman is an actress, a sanger, not a singer, a sanger, a dancer, a voice of reason, an angel sent from the heavens, an all-around dope human being. And if you follow her on social media, transparent as fuck. Okay? Amber Riley, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. Which camera I'm looking at? That one? Okay. You that look, one? Whatever you want to look at, you can look. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is real. Yeah. This is real. We are here. We are here. Yes. Wow. Thank you for being here. Yes. I do want to say thank you so much for, for joining the show, believing in the vision, having a good conversation, and for showing up and using your voice because you are a way maker. Thank you. And a game changer. Okay. So, you're a mess. So please. A no mess. <laughs> but you're, I want to talk about a lot of things with you because your spirit entered many homes on Glee. You won Dancing with the Stars. You won the Masked Singer and iconic music roles, musical roles like Effie White. Do you wake up every day and every morning and just play like Beyonce, I'm that girl? <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I walk my dog and watch him poop and then pick it up. That is what I do. A regular, Humbling. regular, schmegular. Humbling. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, listen, we all got to, uh, you know, do what we got to do to get right. through the day. Right. Do you get bothered, though, when people glee you to death? Um, at one point. That was some time ago. At one point, yes. I don't, I, uh, what do you mean glee you to death? Like, like the glee start. Like, you're like, okay, I done did a lot more than that. It, it, you know what? I think. At one point, it was a lot. Yeah. But as I got older and started to realize and listening to these stories and realize, like, how much that show meant to people. It was crazy. Yeah. And, and like, it's the show's whole purpose was to reach out to those who felt like they didn't have a voice or, or didn't feel seen. So to have a show <laughs> that comes out and, like, really helps you feel seen, it made me feel seen. Yeah. I wasn't booking roles like that. Like, that was a tailor-made role for someone that was like me that really... Never got to you know be on on it on many television shows or audition for movies and things of that nature. That you know there there weren't characters that looked like me for me. Right. Yeah. So when I started understanding the gravity of what it is that I was actually a part of, it actually made me more appreciative of it, and I have a lot more grace for people that might mm-hmm. go a little mm-hmm. overboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Over the last, like last, I think it was last summer or whatever, you had randomly popped up to a game night that I had had. Yeah. Yeah, and that was fun. And so I said, Mama, I made it. Uh Um, (laughs) But I want to ask you because after that, and you know, kind of like following your journey and tapping in, especially on social media, I've seen you go on these dope black trips and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're so transparent. You have conversations on Instagram. What do you do? When you're in a sense of loneliness, because we we heal here and we talk about stuff like that, but like, how do you move about in a space? Um, I've I've actually uh, gotten very comfortable with myself. 
mm-hmm. and got very comfortable with the quiet and, you know, with my own thoughts in my head. That's something that I battled with for a long time. You know, like as a as a woman in general, we are always taught um, that we need to be in a relationship, that we need to be with someone or yeah. we're not worth anything. And it's so funny, before I came here, I did like a couples a couples podcast, a, a podcast called Couples Therapy. No, you did every and, podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, a, a couple of days ago or a while ago, you know, a long time ago. No, no. Um, we were talking about our our journeys and like finding partners. And I was like, when I was younger, it was like all these things that I would do. Like I'm on television now and mm-hmm. look, grandma, I like sat on Oprah's couch and like, look, I met the president and like my grandmother would be like, that's nice. So are you dating anybody? Wow, it's like, it, yeah. it was, it's still, you know, I grew up in that time, you know, even being religious, have being told like your number one priority is finding a man husband, or let yeah. it or a husband finding you or whatever that uh-huh. madness is. So like it was a lot of shame in in uh, being alone. Mm-hmm. And it was like a damned if you do, a damn if you don't. If you if you didn't have a man, he was an old uh, old maid. If you were the man that didn't, you know, didn't treat you right, you're pathetic, you know. So yeah. it was like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Right. Yeah. Where am I going to go from here? Like, which one am I going to choose? Okay. But yes, therapy really helped me to become more comfortable with myself and okay with uh, feeling lonely because feelings are not facts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just informing you of something. And I was lonely. I was alone, you yeah. know, but I could either be sad about it or... I could take that time to really get to know myself and love myself. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, and I've said it many times here before, but I just want to reiterate because it's so important, especially like in the black community, like therapy and and emphasizing that. But mm-hmm. this podcast was actually birthed because I was in an intense therapy moment before I moved here, living mm-hmm. in Bloomington, Illinois. And my therapist was a black woman, which is what I prefer. And Most uh, people do. Most, <laughs> most people do. No, no lie. And so I had moved here and I was like, hold on. I need to find a new therapist. This podcast is about to be like therapy on a budget. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's so poignant. Um, But what is the key to eliminating more stress in our lives? Oh, man. I think finding and paying attention to what what, um, makes you happy and the things that, like the little moments that you can take for yourself to Mm -hmm. de-stress. And I think giving yourself grace. Um, We put so much pressure on ourselves with our goals and our intentions and our expectations. And from, I can only say what really worked for me. I have my whole bag of tricks. Like when I go in my, you know, down a depressive spiral or like I get really overwhelmed or I'm stressed or I take on too much. Like mm-hmm. I have my things, you know what I'm saying? That are, that I know help me to de-stress, whether that's sleep, whether that's, I'm going to do a staycation and I'm going to go stay at a hotel and act like I don't have any responsibilities at all. Yeah. Sometimes it's a tub of ice cream and watching Medea <laughs> movies. Okay. Okay. Medea movies, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you something. My friends know that I am really going through a depression when they come over and I'm watching Medea plays. For real? You watch the plays, not the they movies. They make me so happy. The plays? They make me... And it's some good stuff. My singing. grandma got every play. It, DVD. So I, I had it on VHS. V- oh! Wow. When they first came out, the bootleg. Sorry, Tyler. Love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had the bootleg. Okay, we got to get what we can get at that time. <laughs> you know how it is. Okay, I feel that. What's your favorite thing, though, about, you know, and we were just talking about, you know, us being here and sharing space. and But what's your thing, favorite thing about being around like-minded Black people? Oh, man. I think it's the, it's the feeling of community mm-hmm. and not feeling so isolated or lonely in your experiences. Like, Black isn't a monolith, but at the same time, it is. Like, there's so many 
similar things. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from, what city you come from. There's so many things that we have in common. Uh There are these unspoken things that we just know we're going to connect with. Mm -hmm. And that kind of connection is like, it's lit. Because everybody want to be us. Like, everybody want to be black, but don't nobody want to be black. But everybody want to be black. You know what I'm saying? And we get to be black. So that's lit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so so real. Because every time, like, I've, I've... Develop friends from everywhere, and you know, you've been all over the world. Mm-hmm. But even when I was in London and then here, and I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, y'all mama did that too? <laughs> I lived in London, and I was right. like, wow, like this is really like universal. Yeah. So shout out to that. <laughs> shout out to Black. <laughs> How do you receive and then move forward after? Um, I'm asking you this because I've, I went through something like this, but how do you receive and move forward after a close relationship has come to an end? And so I actually just went through this with a friend. Mm. How do you, how do you move forward in that space? I think you just give yourself time. Like there's no set way to heal. I think you acknowledge the pain Mm -hmm. and you acknowledge the void and you grieve it. Mm. And, um, there's no way around it. You really have to work through it and let yourself be sad and disappointed, frustrated, whatever those feelings are. Um, I'm a huge, huge advocate for acknowledging your your feelings and your emotions because when you don't, they're mm-hmm. gonna get your attention. They're just gonna scream louder and louder and louder and louder. Until they say hello. Until they shut you down. Yeah. And they're gonna make you sit there and it's gonna look you in the face. Yeah. As opposed to it's opposed to it slapping you, let it pet you. Okay, let it just pet you right. on the oh, hey, hey, it's, let it tap you, yeah, and, or it's gonna slap the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, those are those are your it options. It will beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, work through it. Yeah, what is your house like? What's my house like? Yeah, like, what is your house like? What is that for? Really? I was like, what? like, what is your house like? Literally, no one's ever asked me that ever in life. Look at that. What's your house like? What is your house like? You know, my house is uh, I call my house Riley Land. Riley Lane. Yeah, I cook a lot. Like uh-huh. I'm, I take really great pride in my kitchen. I just remodeled my kitchen, mm-hmm. um, and I love to cook. I really do. I love to entertain. Uh, my house looks like a little castle, actually. It really does. Like brick, like like, like stone. Like, like it, how do I explain this? <laughs> like, uh, like an old school castle that was like in the <laughs> Netherlands, like Hansel and Gretel. Oh. Like That's my house fun. is, it looks like it's so me and mm-hmm. so my personality. When I was looking for houses, when I was looking to buy years ago, everything just felt so cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. And this was the last house on the list that we were going to go see. And I almost didn't see it because the picture, I was like, this looks wild. Yeah. Like this house looks crazy. Like an old white lady live it, here. Yo, I'm good. It, it literally <laughs> looked like a witch. Yeah. Yeah. And surprisingly, you it was, played with. It, I did. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, it was right around the corner from my house that where I was living <laughs> at. Okay. And so, literally walked over there and went inside the house, li- fell in love, like mm-hmm. fell in love with the inside of the house, mm-hmm. like. And that's so me, right? Like for me, like it really is the inside that that counts. Right. And it, is. it just had so it had so many quirky things about it, and I just I love my home character. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook? Oh. I, I like making tacos. Tacos? I do. I love making tacos. I'm from LA. Like, yes, yes. But your tacos must be off the chain. If that's oh, your favorite thing to make. Oh, I love making tacos and I love making macaroni and cheese. I make occasion macaroni and cheese. I ain't never had that. Fire. Wow. So you're domestic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Got Are it. you not? No, I am. Because <laughs> you look like <laughs> No, I love to cook. I love to clean. Everything be neat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'll be like, why y'all be playing in my face? Why oh, yeah. am I still single on uh, year five? Yeah, y'all are playing. <laughs> y'all are playing. Yeah. What's your thoughts though on how social media has changed the way the world um, operates? Oh man, I have so many thoughts about social media. I appreciate social media because from a an activist standpoint, mm-hmm. when everything started happening with the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. they couldn't lie to us no more. Yeah. We were the minutes were literally being recorded in our faces from the people that were there. Yeah. We didn't have to we no longer have to rely on the news to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, social media has literally been revolutionary in that aspect mm-hmm. and I really appreciate it. Um I appreciate the access that I have with uh, with the people that follow my work. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to fight with the label uh, as an independent artist to get my music to people. I can just give my music yeah, to true. people. Um, the thing that's hard about it is it has kind of created an entitlement to all of you. <laughs> and it's important for me to have boundaries and like social media makes that social media and reality show TV has made that very hard mm-hmm. specifically for actors and artists who did who don't necessarily sign up like we sign up to be public figures but that doesn't mean you sign up for your private life to completely be on display sure. and I think like between social media and reality show TV there's like an entitlement there like mm-hmm. Even Beyonce, who was the queen of mystique, okay, mm-hmm. has to be a little bit more open about yes. her and yes. transparent about her because life. Of who we are and what we live in. Because yep. we expect that. Like yep. she can't even maneuver the way that she did before. Nope. You know, and she's the queen. You know what I mean? So like it, it it's it, you know, yeah. it's a it's a two-edged it, sword. Yeah. <laughs> it's changed. Wow. What has been the most difficult part for you? To perform live in front of an audience? Um, ooh, I feel like I've always been very confident in my gift, but I always was not confident in the way that I looked. Mm. And it took a long time for me to just accept who I am as I am mm-hmm. and that other people will accept it. It's like, I, it's like I kind of accepted it with myself. Like, this is what I look like. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't change that. Um... I, I mean, I can. I mean, literally, the surgery. People can. Surgery people has. Do. I've seen some before and afters that blew my mind. Okay, Same. blew my mind. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to do that. Number one, I'm scared of needles and all I that. Be cut up. I'm so scared of that. But I think that that was the hardest thing for me was to put myself on display because when I'm on stage is when I'm probably my most vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. I um I wanted to talk about this, but I want to talk about it now since you brought that up because I saw on your Instagram story you were talking about, you know, taking a selfie of yourself with no filter yes. until you love what you see. Um, of course, I want you to tell the people more about this, but I will say I felt attacked when you <laughs> said that. I said, you know what, Archie, you got to stop. You got to stop editing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I said I said in video form, so y'all know what I look like. I'm screaming. But I said, okay, RG, you know how to stop because uh, Amber's a voice in it. So <laughs> tell the people more about this. How did you get there? <laughs> Honestly, I think when when I started feeling like I didn't recognize myself or I didn't like what I saw without a filter, mm-hmm. like I needed a filter, is when I was like, all right, 
okay, girl, yeah. you gotta, you gotta chill. Yeah, you know, because people know what you look like. You know what you look like. I don't want people to get used to seeing a version of me that is not, that's not real. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that you can't edit, or I don't think that means you can't edit or anything yeah, like yeah. that. That was personally just. For me, like, just you post the video and show your face. Like, I don't want to have a complex about the way that I look when I've had that for such a long time and I've come such a long way. Yep. It's hard. I've come a very long, long way to accept this. Yeah. 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 How do you flirt? How do I flirt? Yeah, how do you flirt? Um, What's your flirting style? Give me some tips. I'm a dog. (laughs) Oh, what? A dog. Oh, you be going for it. I sniff them out. <laughs> I don't have no kind of shame. I gave them up, okay? And they know what's up. And I'm very bold. <laughs> I'm bold, but not, not, I struggle with that one. I'm bold. They'd be like, aren't you going over there, dear? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Ah! <laughs> I have to, though. They'd like, be like, go get that such and such. All right. I have to. Like, I have a, I'm in a relationship now. Like, I have mm-hmm. a boyfriend, but even him, I was just like, hey, I heard you was. My cousin said that she was staring at me the whole time I've been here. Okay, you was the first person to make the... Yeah, he was like, wow. and so. Huh. Like, you wasn't going to say nothing to me? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you miss out on this opportunity to win? Okay, okay. <laughs> wow. And so today we were talking about, you know, just uh, visual and self-love and stuff. What do you see when you, like, reflect on yourself? Uh, Like, physically or, like, what do I think Ooh, when I reflect? Both. Yeah. Um, sometimes I see beauty. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see all the imperfections and the things that people have pointed out about me and have stuck with me for years. Um, it takes a lot of unlearning, deconstructing, you know, the ideas of what beauty is. A lot of asking why people say that. Well, why? Why is my hair not nice? <laughs> what does that mean? Compared to who? Mm-hmm. Who is whose hair? Sh- whose hair should I look like as 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 a hum- as a human race? What it, is our hair supposed to look like? like. Yeah. Give me one example of what it's supposed to look like. Right. What? How dark or light am I supposed to be? Mm. How much smaller is my nose supposed to be? Like, give me the perfect person of who I'm supposed to look like, and everybody's opinion is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Even if the most beautiful. They're going to find something to point out about that person that can change. So why am I comparing myself? It's a lot of asking why. There's a lot of whys. A lot of asking why. Like, why do I feel that way? Why do I feel like I need to have a six-pack? Why? Who told me that? I struggle with that. Yeah. And Instagram told me. Yeah. Instagram tells you. Mm -hmm. TV tells you. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many pictures. And I I struggle with that, too. I look at every... My stomach has been my Achilles heel... My whole entire life. Like, even when I was skinny, I had a gut. Okay? <laughs> okay. I've always had issues with my stomach. To yeah, this day, I, I make a post on Instagram and I'm just like, yeah. I want to Photoshop that lump so bad. That, that's that one piece. <laughs> that one piece. Let's take it out. I just want to Photoshop that so bad. No. Put the face tune down, Amber, and post a picture. And like, hundreds of people telling you fine. It, don't, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's so wild to me that we don't see ourselves... How necessarily the world do? Yeah, everybody was like, you know, oh, you fine. I'm like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> where's it at in this picture? Right, <laughs> right. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was your aha moment when you realized that you are a force? I think I'm still. I think I'm still figuring it out. 
you know, my my publicist, he is very adamant about being like, you are Amber motherfucking right. Like he says it period. all the time. Cleared. And I think that I'm finally getting to a point to where I can be like, you know, you you really paid your dues in in some aspects. You have a, a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But the things that you have done in your career, you should be very, very proud of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with you knowing who the fuck you are. So I'm finally getting to that point where That's I'm just up. like, yeah, I did that. You did it! <laughs> okay. You spoke, though, on TikTok. This year, about being nervous on carpets a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to fast forward to the past this question and say, you look fire as fuck. Okay? Because that black killed it. <laughs> but stemming, stemming from, like, you, you said, like, outward criticism, which we've been talking about. But what has been your earliest memory of starting that internal work? Like, what was that? Because in- we've been talking about it, but what was that first memory? You're like, yeah, we about to swift this up. Man, um, I feel like this version of me is very new. I feel like this has been five years of therapy Mm -hmm. and realizing like, wow, a a big part of my depression came from low Mm. self-esteem. It came from, you know, not really loving myself or seeing myself. And I really had to face that. Yeah. Um, so I would say like the past five years, I think in therapy, I had that aha moment like, oh, wow, I really... I have really bad negative self-talk in my head. I right. may not say it out loud. Yeah. But I would literally, I remember the first time because I went through cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Mm-hmm. So I started really paying attention to my thoughts. And um, before then, I like went through a really deep depression, agoraphobia. I didn't leave my house for three months. Like, it was really bad. Like, this was in 2019. Mm. I had my first performance uh, after that in the, in summer of, I want to know what agoraphobia is, but please finish. Agoraphobia is the fear of leaving your house. Oh, okay. So I was in my house for three months because I had a panic attack in public and I refused. I thought every time I left the house, that was going to happen. And I refused to to leave my house. And I had the panic attack because I was going through depression and I didn't know I was going through a depression. My body shut me down. Like it was a whole thing. 2019 was a trip. Yeah. 2019, before the year of 2020. Before the year of 2019 was horrible for me. Okay. (laughs) 2020 came and I was like, oh wait, I get to stay home? (laughs) Excuse me, I get get to stay home? Yeah. Like, I Uh, was okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. okay. Yeah, so I was going through therapy and stuff and coming out of a depression and learning and learning, going through cognitive therapy, learning how to capture my thoughts, ask those questions, why, why am I thinking this way? And I remember the first performance I had, it was at the end of 2020. And uh, I remember I was about to go out on stage to sing. And all those thoughts, that subconscious, all those negative self-thoughts that I always had that I never brought to the forefront, I started bringing to the forefront. And I had all these thoughts. Oh, they're not going to, all they're going to be doing is looking at, you know, how big you are. You're just the big black girl that sings loud. You're not really that great. You're never going to. I started thinking of all those things. Mm-hmm. And I st- I literally said out loud, no, stop. None of that is true. None of that is true. I don't know what anybody out there is thinking. What I do know is that when I get behind this mic, mm-hmm. all eyes are going to be on me. Mm-hmm. Because that is one thing that is proven time and time again. I've never gotten on a stage <laughs> and didn't rip. Okay. Like, never. Yeah. And I promise you, capturing those thoughts and battle and like fight, not even fighting them, but 
looking at them, facing them, and saying what was true, that was probably the best performance that I had. From that moment, all of my performances when I got on stage have elevated. Wow. Because I didn't have those that those thoughts in my subconscious that was holding me back. Yeah. I remember that night that I performed some of those things going viral. Mm. Some moments from that actual show going viral mm-hmm. the next day on Instagram. Yeah. You were and on YouTube. All of you. Because I was able to give myself completely with no fear. Not you coming here preaching. <laughs> okay. Who was the first person that you had called to verbalize that moment to? I, I remember saying it to my therapist. I was like, okay. oh my God, cognitive behavioral therapy works. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember saying it. But my best friend. Yeah. I called my best friend and was like, oh my God. Because he 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 even said in the room, like, it was just some difference tonight. Like, you came out like a beast. What city were you in? Here. Here. It was when Sayers Club was still open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a time. Yeah. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> what is your superpower? Um, I think my superpower is getting people to uh, open up. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a superpower that I have. Mm-hmm. You uh, recently made a video um, about your salad. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, price of eggs is expensive. So expensive. Why? I don't uh, know. I, the, the salad's almost... I, I I took those eggs out of my cart three times before I bought them. <laughs> Not Amber, the Riley. I'd have Contemplate the eggs. I'd have protest. I was like, y'all know y'all lying. Yeah. I grew up on a farm, okay? Where? In Compton. A farm? <laughs> That's what I said. You're from here. Richland, Cal- Richland Farm. A farm? In Compton, California. Okay. Eggs should not be this expensive. Yeah. Huh. They're not even free range. They just eggs. Oh, um, wow. That just made me so that, mad. I'm sorry. That made you really mad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. $12 for some goddamn eggs. Sorry. And they was in the bag. <laughs> so you said, you did say, you said that music is always going to be a major part of your life. Mm-hmm. What do you want to currently remove from your life? Currently remove from my life? Bills. <laughs> Please take them away. <laughs> Because why? Why are we paying it? I don't want it. I can't deal with it. I'm about to break my soul. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Bills. I don't know what I want to remove from my life. Bills. Know. Okay. What, 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 what does life look like for you in five years if you were to, you know, proclaim it yourself? Oh, my gosh. Okay. In five years, I've already won my first Grammy. Maybe I've won two. I've won two Grammys. Um, In five years, I want to have a baby. Oh, a baby. Yeah. Okay. Want to be a mom. And I want to, I really, really, really have a goal to buy a house on an island somewhere Mm -hmm. in the Caribbean, probably Barbados, because I love it. I loved it so much. Really? I've never been. Please go. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had so much fun. Did you put the thing in, like, Rihanna? Did you put the, uh. With the mango, was it in the water? No, you didn't. No, I didn't do oh. it. <laughs> it's like salt water or something. 
Yeah, okay. yeah, salt water. Yeah, uh huh. Okay. Oh yeah, it, yeah. That salt water got me. Mm-hmm. It cleaned my sinuses right on out. Right on out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, I want to play a game with you. Okay. Can we do that? Yes, okay, I so, love games. So you're gonna reach next to you, okay? okay? And so this is called "What Movie Is It?" You're gonna grab those, and you don't want to show me. Okay. And I don't want to show you. So okay. basically, this is called "What Movie Is It?" Okay. We'll each hold up a card with a movie on it, and the other and the opposite person. Has to sing a song so the person can guess the title. Now I ain't seen this card either. Darnell to make this. Okay. Okay. So you would hold up a card to me and oh wait no, no wait stop. Okay. You gonna hold up a card to me? And okay, so I'm not supposed. You're not supposed, I'm to, not see supposed to see him. Well okay, well let me shuffle. Yeah, him. shuffle him on up. I'm gonna shuffle him. I'm yeah, shuffle him. Okay, because I definitely looked at. Okay, uh, so I don't know. Okay. Okay, I don't know. I don't All know. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, um, you hold up a car first and I'll go. Okay. Ha! Um, 525,000. Yeah! Yes! I did rent in like high school. I was on the sound team. That's before I was bored, but bold enough to jump in front of the stage. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey, we all start somewhere. Okay. Impossible for a plain country bumpkin and a prince to join in marriage. It's impossible, Randy and Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. ding. Okay, okay. What's next? Okay. Oh, now why? Um. 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 You want all my love and my devotion. Dream you girl. Want my lo- yes, 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 yes. I yes. want you to keep me. <laughs> so, so. I got it after you. I got it after you. you. I already knew what it was. Said, oh, <laughs> my gosh. My jaws hurt. I'm smiling so hard. Okay. Uh, We're going we gonna to move it to okay. here. Um, in the shallow. In the shallow. <laughs> we're far from the shallow now. That's uh, Lady Gaga. Yes. Yep, Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so where we at? Michelle. <laughs> um. 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 He don't know it. I don't know it. Ooh, what city was they in? Can I describe it? You have to sing a song uh, from it. <laughs> It's a we out here. It was like kind of uh, rapish. Um, um, yeah, yep, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. Did she sing in this song? I don't know it. I don't know it. I don't have okay, it. Give me a hint. Beyonce with a uh, tarot card reader. Carmen. Yes. I'm sorry. Can you see what? I don't know. I'm so sorry. You know a song from this movie? I know. Um, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. If you would have sang one, I would have known. Yeah, but we ain't. You know one? Darnell, you don't know? Okay. Wait, it's a, it's a, this, it's when they was rapping. Her That's and, what I'm saying. Oh, That's what man, I was like. And I was like Pfeiffer. Yes. Ah! <laughs> Oh, now I gotta listen to the soundtrack when I get home. Sorry, Robert Townsend. Sorry. Sorry, Beyonce. Um, they calling Nut Bush. Oh hell. 
on up. When I was a little girl, I had a rag doll. The only doll I've ever done. done, 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 done. But I love you. Yeah, what's love got to do with it? Yes. I was really enjoying myself. That's what it was. A mess. Okay, last one. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, nope, not that one. Um, oh, no, wait, I know. Um, but you still love me. Yes! Fighting uh, yeah. uh, uh, Temptation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, here we go. Last one. Um, um, hello, farewell, I be the same, I do, I do, I do, College road trip. to you and you. We're Raven Simone and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> no, Donnie, Donnie, um, Osmond. What? It's the not- hills are alive with the sound the of music. The sound of music. That's the sound of music. That's the sound of music. Thank you so much for playing the game. (laughs) Archie, you're the best, man. Oh, well, shit. Um, Thank you. I'm mad that we can't think of... uh, I know. I used to know the... We got to figure out... Hold on. Before we wrap this up, because we're... I used to know that. We need to know what a Carmen song. Does anybody know a Carmen song? Is it on uh, I used streaming? to know that whole Car- entire movie. Carmen. I-, I did too, and it was kind of creepy to me. Have you ever done tarot? What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I've done it too. What do you, what you think? Uh, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Do you? I feel like whatever it is that you meant, like manifest and put your focus on, that's what's going to happen. How do you react to it being a faith-based, you know, person raised in church? Um, Cause that was one of my. Well, that's crutches. a whole other conversation. My 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 views and thoughts on religion have changed drastically yeah. as I've gotten older. As I feel like a lot of millennials. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh dang it! Oh, and now we got a commercial. I was really trying to get Karma some play. Before I really we wrap wait this up. because there's one. Because one if it if looks like could know. could kill you, be dead. That's one of them. That's one of the names. You don't know that one. No, but now. Sit body banging, no corset. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Well, shout out to Beyonce. Oh, I'm finna. I'm telling you, I'm about to go down the Carmen. Yes, rabbit hole. Rabbit. In the car. Hole. Okay. Well, Ever Riley. I'm about to go down there. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I cannot wait for the Grammys. And um, I hope I am the first person that gets to interview you on the carpet. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for tapping into this episode. Make sure you subscribe, like, and follow for more right here on YouTube and wherever you stream your podcast. Oh, and visit RGJ.com and follow me on social media at Speaks. okay? <laughs> and don't miss our weekly conversations right here on the Archie Podcast. Get into it. Get into it.